up, everything? The St. Louis Blues blew us away with six big signings on free agent day. And if you can name all six of them, you get a prize. Also, some other GMs did some other things, and one GM did absolutely nothing. We'll try to figure out what Bob Murray did all day and break down what could still happen in free agency. So let's get started and let's go Blues! episode bonus episode eight of the two guys one cup podcast how are you doing today Ian? dog oh man i'm fucking wasted <laughs> i fucking hit up harvard yard and boston ava halifax hollywood Hall- hollywood we got back from hollywood this morning and it was sponsored by new amsterdam vodka okay well that okay, was well. That was a taste of spitting chicklets, bro. Man, I go in and out. I'm very... Don't change the station, I'm folks. bilingual. <laughs> you picked the right podcast. We are the Two Guys One Cup podcast, and it's a bonus episode, so there's no rules, and... You can't be upset that I'm sick. Yeah, you can't be upset that Ian's sick, or that I'm Rear Admiral from spitting chicklets, or that, I don't know... You didn't pay for this Mac one. is a serial killer, so... Yeah. You know, it's all good. It's all we're all good. We're here to discuss free agency. We had a warm dinner and a cold bottle of water, and and it's Monday. And, and, no, it's Tuesday night. It's oh, Tuesday boy. night. It was twelve dollars, and you know, we just ran through all of our references. We have we no sure more did. References. We're out of references. We sure are out of references. We are not out of hockey things to talk about, though. Yeah. The Anaheim Ducks signed no one. Technically, they signed Andy Walensky. Who's special to his mother. Big who cares. His mother abandoned him at the age of six. Oh, no. Oh, Andy, we love you. Everybody loves you, I guess. We are starting cold. Do we just start over? No, no. No, this is what people want. This is what the people asked for. Um, thoughts on the Andy Walensky sign? I don't know who that is. <laughs> Excellent. So, I guess because well, we've done this in the past on other free agent days, yeah. we'll just go through team by team and talk about their moves and then maybe try to pull out and do a, a 5,000 foot view at the end of things. Yeah. But uh, the Anaheim Ducks literally did nothing <laughs> and I don't understand it because they're a very bad hockey team. Yeah, you gotta do something. Yeah. Although they did buy out Corey Perry. Right. And that means something to that team. I don't know what their penalty still is. When you buy someone out, like, I know objectively you can't re-sign them, but can you, like, literally not re-sign them? Like, could there be a situation where you buy out Corey Perry and I'm like, look, dude, we've got to lower your cap hat. We're giving you the money anyway. <laughs> Here it is. Maybe, but I... Or are you, like, literally forbidden? You can't. I don't know. But that team is... I don't know. They're in a weird place because they've got a lot of good young players. Ricard Raquel's really good. Yeah. Sam Steele, Sam Comtois. Uh, don't is you? It, is a Sam Comtois, right? Yeah, don't you look or at that team? Maxime Comtois. 
Whoever comes. <laughs> you'll, you'll find it. Yeah. Doesn't that team feel like it should have been better than it was last year? Oh, definitely. Especially with how good John Gibson was. <coughs> he should have won the Vesna trophy. Yeah, like, I get that they are an aging team mm-hmm. that has a little bit of an identity shift going on, but they have some really young stars coming up, or, mm-hmm. you know, future stars. So maybe they're maybe that's why they're bad. They're just in that transition period. But I, I'd be afraid if I was in the uh, Atlantic, the Pacific Division with them, because I think they are shaping up to be a very strong team that doesn't need much turnaround. Do they have a new coach? Yes, finally. Is it, it is Dallas Aikens, Okay, thank God. After all that. They uh, they could be scary next year. I mean, I don't think they're a cup contender. Mm-hmm. They're a playoff team, possibly. Yeah, that seems fair. That's pretty good for a team that was god-awful this year. Um, the uh, They do have Sam Steele, Troy Terry, who I've got a lot of hockey card stock in, so I'm going to need you to be... Quite something, Troy. Terry. Come on, Troy. Uh, Maxime Comtois, Antoine Morand, who I don't know, Max Jones. But yeah, they got a lot of good young D that I think are pretty helpful out there. And then they've got the best goaltender in the league for my money. So maybe they're on the up and up. I don't know, but they're mm-hmm. stuck in salary cap hell too. And they gave Jacob Silverberg that contract. And I just don't know what the Anaheim Ducks are. You're right. That's kind of a flip flop team. I sure don't get it, but I do get that the Arizona Coyotes brought back Bo Bennett from the KHL, our old friend, Robert Bortuzzo's old friend, the cross-dressing Bo Bennett himself. There is a picture of them in Playboy Bunny outfits. That's probably what got him to play only four games in the KHL last season. Mm. Bo Bennett is back in the United States, probably more of a Tucson Roadrunner concern than an Arizona (laughs) Coyotes concern, if I had to guess. Mm. But what do I know? The formerly great, highly projected prospect Bo Bennett is back in the United States. Thoughts? Tucson, Arizona is very far south in Arizona, as far as I can remember when I was there. I can't believe there's hockey there. I, think, I mean, that's cool. But hey, wow. You gotta have a place. What is the attendance? Probably bad, yeah. I think. Y'all wanna watch some minor league hockey here in Tucson? Maybe it's the only place that's ever cool at any part of the year, though. So maybe it's got that going for it. I don't know. Why don't we move on to the Boston <laughs> Bruins, who brought back Connor Quifton, Stephen Kempfer, and Par... Well, didn't bring back Par home. Brought in Parland. But they got him. Formerly of Maple Leafs and I think somebody else by the end of the year fame. Didn't he go to... The Jets? The Jets and that Nick Patan deal. Boy, are we encyclopedias of hockey knowledge, folks. I'm so glad I know this Um, and not things about my job. (laughs) Can't remember my friend's birthday, but... I know that Nick Patan went to the Maple Leafs for Parland home. Uh, any thoughts on any of that? Bringing back some of the pieces from their cup run, but losing one of the other pieces that we'll talk about. I do like that you wrote down part of Stanley Cup roster. Stanley Cup contender roster. Mm. The Blues have the Stanley Cup roster because they're Stanley Cup champions. Uh, mark that down on your calendar. That's right. we got to keep a tally. There's one There's in this one. episode. <laughs> This episode alone. I mean, Boston. What you don't have to do that much. They were, they went to a, a game seven in the Stanley Cup final. I get we are going to talk about our team needing to do more, and we won the cup. Mm-hmm. But I also think that when you go that far, and you lose in game seven the Stanley Cup final, are you really going to blow up the whole thing? You have a perfection line. They didn't do great against the Blues, but like, you're not going to get rid of them. You've got young guys. You're not going to get rid of. Yeah. You're just you're kind of stuck where you are. Is 
Zdeno Chara coming back? Yes. Wow. He is okay. on a one-year deal. I saw that. He signed it sometime late in the year. I mean, you're, the you're on an amazing team. It's, you've always I got guess, a chance. I don't know. I wouldn't do it at his age with his face. Oh, no, no, no. No, but, no, no. And I don't even mean the broken face. I just, he's an ugly bastard. Oh, wow. I mean, but seriously, let's, wow. be, let's be real. Wow. Wow. Right to the heart of it. Man, that. you got Rear Admiral, you got Owen Wilson. Let's see what other impressions happen today. Wow. But yeah, I mean, the Bruins didn't have a lot of improving to do. With due respect to our friends from the franchise, the Buffalo Sabres did have a lot of improving to do, but chose not to do it. Hey, we remembered them on this list. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's accomplishment enough. <laughs> Uh, if anyone has been around long enough to remember us just forgetting the Buffalo Sabres existed in episode, maybe our first episode, one of our very early episodes, yeah. when we covered the Atlantic Metropolitan Atlantic, Atlantic Division. See, who knows? <laughs> uh, well, congratulations to you for sticking around that long. The Buffalo Sabres added Andrew Hammond, a third goalie. I'm glad the Hamburglar is still around. Mm-hmm. Curtis Lazar for a year at 700000 uh as a depth Fine. forward. Fine. You've already got Jeff Skinner at your, what, 8x8? Eight eight? Uh, yes. 8x9? Eight nine? No, nine. nine. I think it's 9. 9, Well, I think you needed more, Buffalo. I think you I needed think more. I think they're still doing. I think there's some machinations happening. They also completed the trade... We forgot to write down some of those trades, so we'll have oh, to yeah. go to Trade Tracker. But they completed the trade for Jimmy VC of the oh, New really? York Rangers. Yes, man, I was missing all. So those. Uh, the the Jimmy VC saga, which began with I think them drafting him, and then him deciding he didn't want to play there, uh, and <laughs> that's how he became a college free agent. Now. He has once again landed in Buffalo, where he does not want to be. Wait, they drafted him. I think that's the story. I know that he rejected <laughs> them at one point, and I assume that's when. I want to play in New York. No, not that New York. Probably. New York, New York. New York. We did that last week. You'll not get it again. Alicia Keys is breathing down our neck. Copyright infringement is out of control. Only she cares. <laughs> Nobody else gives a shit about this podcast. Lars Alicia, totally fine. Yeah, but Alicia's been a big fan for a long time. You know, we don't like to we don't like to out our big uh, our corporate sponsors. Mm-hmm. But that girl is on fire. She, <laughs> she is on fire for this podcast. There's no question. Uh, Carolina, shall we? Oh, excuse me, Calgary? We almost deleted another team, Ian. <laughs> I almost did it. The Calgary Flames brought in Cam Talbot for a year at $2.75 million. <coughs> Good security for big save Dave Riddich. If the Riddich rebound. His, uh, yeah, if his um, contract negotiations drag on in any way or uh, if he's just not as good next year. Although... Uh, Talbot was 11-17-3 with an 8.92 save percentage and a 3.40 goals against average last season, so I'm kind of surprised he still got that much, honestly. Who did he play for with Flyers by the end of the year? By the end, yeah. Dave Rich is 26. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. You know what? I Imagine dis- having a young goalie who's 26. <laughs> I, should, I shouldn't disparage him. Uh-huh. You can win the cup, sir. Not this year, though, because I mean, it's no. our year to repeat. Yeah, repeat. <laughs> Because we're Stanley Cup champions. Rinse, repeat. 
So if we won the cup this year, we'd be repeating as Stanley Cup champions yeah, oh, because yes. we're currently Stanley Cup champions, yeah. and then we'd be Stanley Cup champions. We're defending again. all year. Can you imagine? Can you imagine living through a repeat championship? I no, but I couldn't imagine I this year. Can only either. imagine. Yeah, that's true. But too. it's weird. We talked about. It. It imagine like, waiting fifty-two years and then you just bop bop. <laughs> like what? Making up for lost time. It's like seven and two decades or whatever. Jesus. And it's like, what? Uh, uh, just I'm, like, I'm, I'm preparing for 50 more years of despair. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but you just like are the Montreal Canadiens for like a, sudden, a decade and a half. That'd be crazy. The Montreal Canadiens sure aren't the Montreal Canadiens. But more on them later. <coughs> Any big thoughts on Cam Talbert? Carn Talbert going to back up Dave Reitich. Carn Talbert is like a seventh round draft pick in NHL 2020. Yes, Carn Talbert. Um, not really. He played for Edmonton, then moved to Philly. Mm -hmm. Just kind of interestingly, back in Alberta. Um, a fine, like fine. He's fine. Although I feel like they, they've always had this weird thing in Calgary ever since Kippersaw has been gone, that it's just like, they've got a goalie and he's fine. And they'll say, oh no, he's very good. And even if he is very good, Dave Rich was very good last didn't, year. He, he will be not good this year. Didn't Mike Smith go the other way? Yeah. Didn't we have some... <laughs> I don't know what you're doing with your hands, but yeah. <laughs> Alberta on Alberta incest there. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's strange. Spe- I, yeah, I just don't know. Speaking of goalies not going <coughs> to anywhere, Peter Mrazek signed a two-year, $3.125 million extension. That's the AAV, not the total. Uh, for To stay with the Hurricanes, he was 23-14-3 last season with a 914 wow. save percentage and a 2.39 goal with against average. He was pretty bad the two seasons before that. He'll be 29 when this contract is really? done. He'll get to prove it with a big performance and cash in if he does. He's already 29. He must have started with no, the No, he'll be 29 uh, when the contract. I mean, like, okay. Oh, in two years. Mm. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha. Think about <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm so sick. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good deal for them because he's not stupendous, but somehow with looking at those stats, he seems steady. Yeah, he's fine. And as we know, fine can get you far. Mm. Fine in a couple good games. Nothing against Jordan Bennington. He was fine in the playoffs, though. You know, and, and that... I mean, those are pretty much his playoff stats. Yeah, more or less. 9-14, I mean, he only won 16 games, but... <coughs> what can you do? You know, he won them all, though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Uh... The Ajo situation was up in the air. Why don't we talk about that when we get to the Montreal Canadiens? But he is coming back home to Raleigh. Do we have a Raleigh song we can get sued by Alicia Keys about? No. No, no we'll find one. No one's ever sung about Raleigh. The Chicago Blackhawks made a couple of minor moves, adding Ryan Carpenter, who's actually fine for three years at a million dollars per season. He had 68 games last season with five goals, 18 assists. Uh, That seems wrong. Maybe it was 18 points. Anyway, either way. Um, (laughs) 
58.1% Corsi 4, 52.6 faceoff percentage in 12 minutes and 37 average time on ice for, I believe, the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh. I believe that's the team he played for. All of the Vegas Golden Knights, like, bit players are going elsewhere because they do not have any money. They have no money. When we get there. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yikes. Um, The Blackhawks also, in what I would say was the most surprising move of the day. I hate this move. Signed our adversary, a guy we've never respected or looked up to or (laughs) sung the phrases of, Robin Lanier, who is now wearing a Blackhawk sweater and therefore a bad person. Why, Robin? For one year at $5 million. He was a Vesna finalist last year. He won the Masterton Trophy. He was 25-13-5 with a 9.30 save percentage and a 2.13 goals against average. Yuck, because I don't want to root against him, and yuck, because I don't feel good for Corey Crawford, who's probably all splody-brained. That's, like, you don't sign, contrary to popular opinion in these parts, you don't sign (laughs) a backup goalie for $5 million just to be a backup goalie. Uh, That's not a move you make. No. This so has, at, ver- at best, they're worried about Crawford's oh, availability. Yeah. This has like this is like Crawford at best is 50-50. Yeah. But to Robin Lanier coming to Chicago, man, why, dude? <laughs> I was ready to root for you, man. Anywhere, literally anywhere else. You could have literally been a Winnipeg Jet. Oh, now yeah. Now like, go for it, Robin. Live your dream. But a Blackhawk, man? Oh, God. Do you know what I hate about the Blackhawks? Literally everything. Literally <laughs> all of it. No, it's weird. It's going to be hard because I bet you he has a pretty good season there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be like, yeah, hey, I'm actually going to be happy for him. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't think they can... still bet on himself. Yeah, I don't think they can... That jersey can't turn me against Robin Leonard. No. no. I mean, when we play him, yeah, I get blitzed. But otherwise, like, I'm still rooting for the guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hundy percent. Why the hell? Hundy percent. I say hundy percent. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's sad to don't, see him end up there. Don't the kids say a hundred p? Hundred p. They use v instead v of very nice. Jesus. V nice. And if you're gonna say it that long, just say the word. <laughs> v nice. Very very nice. It's it's quicker. Nice. Uh, millennials not the problem. Gen Z. Mm. A cancer no. upon this planet. <laughs> Speaking of a cancer upon this planet, Jesus. the Colorado Avalanche <laughs> were movers Whoa. and shakers yesterday and still aren't at the cat floor. They added Pierre-Edouard Belmar of the aforementioned Vegas Golden Knights for two years at a $1.8 million cap hit. He had 76 games last year, six goals, nine assists, 15 points, 12-26 ice time, 53.6 Corsi 4. He is from Le Blanc Mesnil, France, which yeah. coincidentally is where we're recording the two guys no cup podcast today in our vineyard vineyard baguette smelling studios. Because <laughs> they cook baguettes in this vineyard as what? you do. You know how people cook French bread in France? Well, that's the French stuff. <laughs> Steven, I've been to France. Uh, have you? I have not. 
And I can confirm this is true. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it greatly. Um, Belmar is going to be, you know, your kind of fourth line energy guy, grinder. I liked him in Vegas. Yeah, he seems cool. He's very French. He looks very suave, all that. Mm. Um, is, he, is he actually French? Is he like French French? I guess. Is he France? I don't think you have that name in Hail from LeBlanc as Neil France. Oh, sorry. Jesus, you were you paying any attention? <laughs> <laughs> I was until just that. Ian is so hung up on Robin Lanier being a black hog that he's not even with us at all. Look, normally these people are not from France. No, that's why Antoine Roussel. That's why you wrote it down, probably. Indeed, that's why. <laughs> you know, but hey, hey, it's okay. Colin Wilson is not from France, but he did sign for more money. One year at $2.6 million. He re-signs with the Avs. He put up 12 goals, 15 assists, and 27 points in 65 games in 13.34, uh, 13 minutes and 34 seconds last season on average. And the best part about Colin Wilson is that of the former Avs that I confuse, or the former Predators that I confuse him with, he is not Austin Watson. So go Colin Wilson. Congratulations for being not Austin Watson. That's true, though. Colin Wilson, Austin Watson. You're all, you're all the same to me, but you are not. You're not the same in any way. Um, Eunice Donskoy is from Rocky, Finland, because they couldn't... Is he from Finland? Yes. You, of course he is, because his name's Eunice. <laughs> there's nobody... There's no, there's no, like, Finnish equivalent of Smith. You know, it's all weird, weird shit. Oh, for Finns, yeah. It's yeah. just out of the bag. <laughs> yeah, just grab bag. Grab the Scrabble letter bag. We gotta name a daughter. This is like This one's the, name is Vajulska. This is like when there's a random Swede whose last name is like Donskoy. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no. No, but like, you're a Finn. Yeah, that's the thing. They go, no, he's Swedish. I'm like, okay, where is parents Finnish? I'm like, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, then he's Finnish. Don't try and, like, plant your little weird names over in Sweden to confuse me. That's probably what they do exactly. Because the Swedes do have a Smith, and that's just Carlson. Oh, yeah. Or anything with two S's. Mm-hmm. Carlson, Gunnarsson. I mean, Gunnarsson's probably a little less. Although there's a, a Carl, here, by the right? way, there's a Carl Gunnarsson on the Swedish national <coughs> soccer team. Oh, really? Has been for some time. Not the same guy. Oh. But better, probably. <laughs> I love Boom Boom. They don't call him Boom Boom, so suck it. Colin Wilson, fine depth re-signing. Uh, Eunice Donskoy, really nice depth signing. 14 points, 23 goals. 14 goals, 23 assists, 37 points last season in 80 games in about 13 and a half minutes of ice time. He had a Corsi 4 of 54.4%, and perhaps most importantly, came 49th in Lady Bing voting for the 2018-19 season. Did they vote that low? So close. <laughs> it one, probably means one guy gave him a fifth place vote or whatever. I hope someone gave him one 49. <laughs> He's my 49. I, I think. But I like, distinguish him. He didn't have 49 people. He had like 33 or whatever. Yeah, and he like, went one through five and then just put Jonas Dunskoy <laughs> 49. <laughs> you think it was like a positive thing when he recognized him, but realized that F you. Like, ah, ah, fuck this guy. Um, I like this. I would feel like the cap hits a little high, except they have infinite cap space. Yeah. The expansion draft is coming. 
And on top of everything else, it comes off the same season at McKinnon as McKinnon's contract, the current extremely overpaid contract ends, underpaid contract. So at the very worst, you're like building in cap space for yourself to re-sign McKinnon. Oh yeah, he comes off the books. You know, look at all the space we have now. Yeah, you got like 3.9 million to add to McKinnon's number, which won't be enough probably, but it'll help. It'll help considerably. Um... So, yeah, I mean, I like the Don Skoy signing. Do we want to talk about the trade now? Oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or when we get to the Maple Leafs? Um, or Maple do we Leafs, want Maple to do Leafs. trades after everything else? We'll get to the Maple Leafs, and then we'll decide <laughs> okay, about the trades, even if trades happen be other... before <laughs> then. <laughs> okay, okay. Time Lord. Columbus Blue Jackets re-signed Ryan Murray at two, goal, two years for $4.6 million a season. He had exactly one goal and 28 assists in 56 games last season, oh. but he was a plus 20 in over 21 minutes of ice time with a 50.1% Corsi 4. He's a fine defenseman, and he's staying in Columbus, as is Gustav Nyquist, who isn't staying there, but he's coming there for four years of $5.5 million. Also not a defenseman. No. So really they have nothing in common except that they're both from Rahi and <laughs> you know how Ryan people, Murray. Yeah. You know how people all come from Unistonskoy's hometown. Gustav Nyquist comes from Holmstedtschweden. And I guess Columbus, pretty close to Kentucky, where they host the Kentucky Derby, that Nyquist once won, right? It was Nyquist, yeah. wasn't it? So there you go. That's how that all connects, Ooh, folks. I'm the friggin' Jeff Merrick <laughs> of the St. Louis podcasting world. I get the scoops. Jeff Merrick doesn't, doesn't even get, get the scoops. <laughs> he gets the really weird scoops, though, I feel like. Isn't he the guy that's like, I heard from the backup drummer of Social Distortion mm-hmm. that Eunice Donskoy was in a bar in Denver last week with a Colorado College shirt on. And it's like, that means nothing, but sure, cool. Yeah, Gustav Nyquist, four years, 5.5 million, 22 goals, 38 assists last year for 60 points in 81 games at a 53.7 Corsi 4 percentage. He shoots left. He's 5'11". He's 29 years of age. He'll be 30 long before the season starts. That was a career high. Can he reach it again? No, he cannot. (laughs) Is $5.5 million too much money? Yes, it is, but... The Columbus Blue Jackets have infinite cap space and need forwards. So what do they care, really? Thoughts yeah, on this they had, move? They had to pay somebody. You don't have Panarin anymore. Did they re-sign Dezingle? Is Dezingle no, just... no, he's gone. Okay, he's gone. I, he's But is he signed? He's one of the guys that isn't signed. I don't yet. think he's anywhere. Yeah. He's but in the void. I think he's, like, not coming back. No, no, I don't think so. And then, I mean, they lost Bobrovsky, too. So, yeah, they've got, like you said... Infinite cap space pays somebody five point five million for a guy that maybe hits sixty points again, probably a fifty point player. Um, not too bad given the fact that we see guys that are making seven million dollars and only score fifty points. Granted, they tend to be centers, and this guy's a winger. But I don't think it's the worst contract in the world. So the point you're trying to make generally is that Kevin Hayes still sucks. Oh, yeah. The, anytime we talk about a 50-point player getting too much money, it's just the Kevin Hayes talk. Mm-hmm. It's like the birds and the bees. It's like the money and the haze, you know. <laughs> you gotta it's... sit your kids down and talk about Kevin Hayes. 
Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be responsible hockey owners, sit your general managers down and talk about Kevin Hayes, who is from Dorchester, Massachusetts. And that's his face. His face looks like that. I realize this isn't an audio-visual podcast, people, but... His face, you just look up his hockey reference it's picture. A, is it shovel It is unfortunate. <laughs> it does look shoveled. Yes, it does look shoveled. Let's move on to talking about the newest, newest, newest Dallas star. A young up-and-comer? A young up-and-comer from Plover, Wisconsin. Joe Pavelski. Joe Pavelski, ladies and gentlemen, former captain of the San Jose Sharks. No more. Ian... Who's the new captain of the San Jose Sharks? We'll get there okay. when we talk about the San Jose Sharks. Maybe. San Jose Sharks. But would you, if you were Doug Wilson, would you have rather signed Eric Carlson for eight years at $11.5 million or Joe Pavelski for three years at $7 million? Which seems like... <coughs> The better bet. Mm-hmm. Man, that's act. Maybe to you, that's an easy question. Maybe it's supposed it's to be. Tough. It's tough. But I think it's tough because, like, maybe neither it, are great. That's bets. what I'm saying. I think they're both <laughs> bad. Eric Carlson has the chance to be really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a chance to be like awful. Because what's he making? Eight years, eleven point five. Each of those years. Yeah. That is the chance to be. Legendarily Just a terrible. Pile driver. Ooh. Of a deal. You asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Joe Pavelski, at least it's only three years. Seven million seems kinda high. I feel but he like also got sixty four points last year, so Does Joe Pavelski work outside of San Jose? Oh, is I mean this, he will be. I see what you're saying. Does he? Is does he this have one of those things where it's like? No, he's Jerome McGinley. That's the perfect comp. He's Jerome McGinley now. You are Jerome McGinley now. <laughs> Too bad you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, like the fish out of water, literally in this case, because sharks are fish. Get it. <coughs> They lost Zuccarello, Dallas. Uh-huh. Who do, like, who's Joe Pavelski playing with? That's, man, I forget Radic, people. Fox, and Corey Perry? Oh, that's right. They also did the Corey Perry. Julius deal. Honka? No, Julius Honka is no, a who's their No, who's their fast Swede that we had to buy against in the second round? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I mean, we're both talking. Just... Let's go to the most visited site in the world yesterday, catfriendly.com. You know what's sad is that everybody who watches hockey at all yeah. visited Cap Friendly 7,000 times yesterday, and it's still probably only like the 14th or 15th most visited site for the day. Yeah. Martin Hansel. No. Was he even there this year? No. He was hurt, right? He's probably out the whole season. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Cogliano. No. Matthias Janmark. No. Uh, Rupe Hens. There you go. I got it. I got it. But they also have that Dickinson guy. That was a guy. Jason Dickinson. He's young. He's hot. I don't get Dallas because they decided we have young people moving up. They have Ty Delandria, who should be very good. They no, like I think Joel Lesperon. 
Yeah. It's supposed to be very good. But why do you have Joe Pavelski and Corey Perry now? Because you need more rings in the room, even though only one of them has them, and it's so old that it's rusted off his yeah, like. Also, would you believe it if I told you that Joel L'Esperance was from Brighton, Michigan in the United States? No. Well, he is, no. so, you know. <laughs> I had to burp. I didn't you have do strong it. thoughts. Ty Delandria is from Toronto, Ontario, uh, Canada. Yeah, I don't know. Joe Pavelski and Corey Perry. <coughs> Corey Perry was the other guy that went to the uh, Dallas Stars at one year, yeah. one point five million with a shite ton of bonuses. What a weird sink or swim move for the like for these guys. Like two old guys that could just blow up. On this team, or two old guys that could just fade into nothing. No, on the one hand, I realized that they were un, literally like an inch of a puck crossing a goal line yeah. from being in the semifinal against the Sharks and maybe beating them. Man, so nice. I can't be like, they're not a contender. But also, I feel like this is the move you make when you're a lot more certain of a contender than they are, you know? Yeah. Where, like, maybe if this, maybe if last season you didn't have a member of your front office call your two biggest stars yes, fucking exactly. horseshit, maybe that's when you make the Joe Pavelski move. But right now, I don't know, seems a little strange. Mm, agreed. Um, let's move on. Let's move on, shall we? To the Detroit Red Wings, who are so bad. <laughs> they brought in, they brought back Valtteri Filpula for $3 million a season at two years. They brought in Patrick Nemeth for $3 million a season at two years, not to be confused with our high school classmate, Patrick Nemeth, who is not listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Pat? How you doing? Um, that's exactly how he sounded. Mm-hmm. You know how we had a 55-year-old chain smoker from New Jersey in how our high doing? school class? How you doing? It's Patty Nemeth. Calvin Pickard. Gets some solid feet under his ground, solid ground under his feet for two seasons at $700,000. Man, what a job it'd be to be a third goalie for $700,000 a year for two years. Not the worst. Not the worst. Um, Any thoughts on the Red Wings additions? Of course you don't have any thoughts. I mean, who does? The Oilers brought in Mike Smith in the goalie trade from Alberta that wasn't quite. You're over here, you're over here. It's like the the, uh, Spider-Man meme. You, you, you. You know, because that's basically what they are. Poor Mike Smith (laughs) was good in front of Calgary. Will be dog shit behind Edmonton. Yeah, wasn't even very good in front. I of I mean, Calgary. he was fine. I know. I saw. Part times he was fine. They also brought in Marcus Granlund for one year at one point seven million dollars, <coughs> and Thomas Jerko, one year seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Any thoughts on those moves? Granlund has a quote about him thinking that Edmonton is like a good team or something, and it was fun. It was funny to read. Edmonton is a good team? Yeah, I was like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, that's very sad. Um, Isn't he also from the Flames? Marcus Granlund? No, he's from Vancouver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At first when I saw Granlund, I thought it was the the better Granlund. I thought it was the uh, Mikel Granlund. Nope, he's with the Nashville Predators. What a weird, weird... Um, did you know that Thomas Jerko is from Kosici, Czechoslovakia? Did he play for the Red Wings? Yep, he sure did, and now he sucks. (coughs) Um, 
the Edmonton Oilers are 365 days from now, one year from now, July 2nd, 2020, is Connor McDavid an Edmonton Oiler? No. You really just think flat out no? Oh, 365 days from now? Um, maybe is. I feel like that's a weird midsummer move. If they yeah, it's like maybe is, but he has moved in the summer. Yeah, like he's listed as house. <coughs> yeah, and he's. You, they can't if they're if they don't make the playoffs again, if they miss by like a point, he goes okay, right direction. If they just don't, if they flat out don't make it again, which seems very likely, he can't stay there, dude. You're ruining your career. I mean, they're ruining your career, but like right. you're ruining but your you career staying there. Yeah, you can't. You gotta leave. You gotta leave. You literally just have I to. I can't leave. wait for him to be a Dallas star. I think you said that, but I, I mean, Ooh. just pick a random team, you know. Who do you. They don't have like the young guy, though, that you could like centerpiece a trade on. No. Maybe, maybe Ty Delandria has like a massive <laughs> season. You have to have someone that has a really good pipeline and has like a young star now because they're gonna want. Yeah, like, like I don't a think Toronto guy. could land him, but you need to have like a Mitch Marner. No, yeah, it's got to be like where it's like he's not the heart and soul of your team. You know who could do it as like a Clayton Keller and the people from Arizona, like that kind. Maybe Keller is not even quite there. Yeah, I don't think he's like, quite there. Who do you get? Capo Caco? <gasps> Welcome oh. to the New York Rangers, Connor McDavid. I think you like Elias Peterson, then. Oh, my God. Or like Brock Besserum. You go, dude, it's this guy. It's fucking, it's fucking uh, Quinn Hughes. You want Quinn Hughes? And then, like, some other big fuck. And you're like, here you go, buddy. <laughs> Brock Besser, Quinn Hughes, and whichever of their goalies they've decided yeah. is shittier. Yeah, just Thatcher Demko. Just, like, those three. That and then, could get it and done. And then, like, a first. Because you have, you know, and it's like... Which they won't have. And a they second. traded it for J.T. Miller. Yeah, yeah. They throw J.T. Miller in the box. That's, like, a real trade where you, like... It still wouldn't be it's enough for Connor McDavid, good, but you but could still look at it and be like, well, fuck. You're like, I guess they make that trade. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, Connor McDavid to the Vancouver Canucks. I would love it. Time to hate the Canucks again. Oh, Plus, Vancouver's got to get good because of Seattle. they yeah. got to be better than Seattle. Yeah, you can't come. You can't <laughs> be a bitch to the bitch pigeon right <laughs> out right. the gate. There's a real bitch pigeon shirt that. What's her name? Joanne Fisher was wearing yeah. in her video, and I need to get it. Is it wearing like a construction hat yep. or something? Okay. It's amazing. I love it. It may be just a rain hat. I think oh, it's just you're like right, a yellow right. raincoat because they're the rain city bitch bitches. <laughs> um, the Florida Panthers were big movers and shakers, giving Ooh. old players way too much money. Let's start with Anton Strollman. Three years, $5.5 million a season. That's too much. That's way too much money. That's too much How old money. Was he? He was 30s. 32. But by that, I mean basically 33. The veteran of Tibro in Sweden. Is he better than Carl Gunnarsson? Maybe he's healthier. He's better than Carl okay. Gunnarsson, okay. but not. Dramatically better, not four million dollars better. To be fair, I guess to my point, I was thinking, oh, he's not like more than double, more than double what uh, Gunnarsson oh, is. And he's also but Gunnarsson took less. He's also year. not healthier. He's forty-seven games played last year. Yeah, 
I, I just, guess it's just a UFA. You know, it's like the you, classic UFA signing. Like, it had to be too much. This feels like more than it had to be too much. Even you know, though? You think, like, four, four nines too, is the regular too much? Yeah. Yeah. Five flat. Five the, five? It just seems Cold like Cold Pareko? You're paying him the same money as Colton Pareko. No. That's not okay. That's I not I get he's, okay. like, a vet guy, so, like, their money just stays high. But, like, I'm like, no, dude. Nah, I mean, yeah. they had to get a defenseman because yeah, they yeah. shelled out seven years at $10 million <laughs> for Simeon Varlamov. Here's Sergei my take, Sergei Bobrovsky. <laughs> Woo, that would have been a turn. Hey, we signed our Russian goaltender. Yay. Oh, my God, that's Simeon Varlamov, says one reporter. Nobody else knows these guys' faces. Yeah. And he's just like, Dale, Dale, <laughs> you got the wrong, wrong Russian. There's more than one? He's in the paper, though. Fuck. We're going to have to spin it. Um, this one's going in the spin zone. <laughs> <laughs> Simeon Varlamov is a veteran of this league. Um, Sergei Bobrovsky, here's my take on this contract. It <coughs> is way too much money. Oh, yeah. It's also the too much money that you're fine with paying to me. Because they have to have a goalie. They haven't had a goalie for a very long time. And we talk about Connor McDavid will demand a trade, 100%. But how fast will, like, Alex Barkov be talking about mm-hmm. a trade and all those young guys? They have a star offense, a decent defense that's now got Anton Strowman. You've got three or four more pretty good to great years of Sergei Bobrovsky. You gotta put this team on the map. You got Joel Quinville. You gotta dish out the money and be relevant now. So yeah, it's too much money. Yeah, it's way too long. I think I'm kind of fine with it if I'm a Panthers fan. Yeah, I mean, like you said, they have a good, a pretty good team up front. Like to keep these guys, this is almost just an insurance policy. Like, look, we're committed to this team. Mm-hmm. We know he's he's up in town, but he's not so. I don't think. He's not worth the $10 million a year, but he's not so down that it's like it should be half that. Yeah. Um, was it on 31 Thoughts, or did I read it somewhere that, like, Joel Quimville, <coughs> excuse me, um, always wants, like, a goalie? I think that was on Chicklets with Jeff okay. Merrick, actually. Where he was, like, Joel Quimville, when he goes into whatever cities, and when he was in uh, Colorado, and then when he was in Chicago, like... Wants to know, like, what's the goalie situation? Because mm-hmm. that's where he starts building from, which is smart. Um, so you you just kind of saw this coming. Like, they had to have somebody. And they this was the goalie that was linked to them uh, ever since, I think, ever since Quinville got there and maybe even before. Oh, when, before that. <coughs> what were they doing? They cleared they cap ta- we space were talking for a while. About, yeah, we were talking about Bobrovsky at the deadline last year to Florida. Yeah. When he had that whole falling out with Torts. Mm. Torts, oh, that's torts, right. Torts, 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 You remember old torts. Oh, yeah. He's still there. So, yeah, we've been talking about this for a long time. It was inevitable. Artemi Panarin did not join him. The Los Angeles Kings did nothing of note. Not that I know of. Also a team that just has to be better, but they don't have money to be better, so they're staying worse. Do they still have... They didn't do anything with um, the Russian... Yeah. No. Well... Bye-bye. Sorry. The Minnesota Wild go wild by signing Matt Zuccarello. 
I am filling in. Ian, you're going to be very disappointed in this. As a temporary Minnesota Wild writer on the <coughs> Hockey Riders. Woof. And Florida Panthers. Oh, well, that's better. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I'm just covering for some teams that are currently also still Blues, but we didn't have a lot going on. So I looked at the Matt Zuccarello situation yesterday a little bit. He's probably going to be playing with Stahl. Which Stahl do they have? Eric Stahl? Eric Stahl. And Zucker until Zucker's traded on the top line. It's a fine move for now. At least Minnesota can say they've had the best Norwegian player in the history of the NHL. That's true. Your thoughts? Sorry, their GM called him a lizard. Yeah, can you find that quote? Yeah. All I know is lizard and grizzle. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. It's the lizard quote. The lizard quote. Your GM is such a nutbag. I hope they keep him for much longer than they should. Uh, just because I, Paul Fenton says he needs people taller than him. Uh-huh. Matt Zuccarello, I don't think, is that tall, which is which is oh, fine. No, no, not not only is he not that tall, he's a very short person. <laughs> it's he's fine. He's like not like he's like shorter than Johnny Gaudreau. He's a very short person. Um, let's see. Here you go. Paul Fenton on Matt Zuccarello. One of the top playmakers in the league. If you watch the way that he plays and dissects the offensive zone in particular, I told him when I was talking to him that he's like a lizard. The way a lizard takes his tongue and sticks it out as far as it does and retrieves whatever it was trying to do. <laughs> so, he's seen a lizard That's flick its tongue not... out, but he is he does not know the biological mechanism for why it does this. That's not even... That doesn't even make sense as a nonsensical analogy. On its own, that sentence makes no <laughs> sense. Oh, Paul. Oh, he even said it in his... He even said it in a quote. He acknowledges, he says, when you look at Matt's, he's not the tallest in stature, and then butt and a bunch of other crap. So he's just always going to mention their height. Someone, someone's got a little guy syndrome. Here's the thing, Paul. He's only five eleven. You're not that little. I got a, I got a five eight. Matt Zuccarello, by the way, five eight. Yeah. I felt some sympathy for Paul Fenton today, because Paul Fenton inherited a foobar situation. Yeah. There is nothing worse than <coughs> sports. Than having a fine team. Mm. I would so much rather be a destitute, worthless team than be a fine team. Minnesota can never be relevant until the Parise and Suter contracts are gone. And the Parise and Suter contracts will never be gone. So Minnesota is just going to be a middle or lower tier team, but never a really awful team, for the next decade or so. And so Paul Fenton, if he was like just a sane human being, could inspire a lot of sympathy in me. Because maybe you gotta go get Matt Zuccarello and overpay him a little bit, but definitely give him two more years than you should have. Yeah, Because... You just got it because you just got to have forwards. And I would feel better about that if he wasn't making the lizard comments and he wasn't making the um, tall people comments. And he wasn't, most of all, trying to trade Jason Zucker, who's his best player, his best offensive player. 
I don't. I don't. This is what this is what who's, you asked for. Who's the next captain of the Minnesota Wild when Miko Koivu's contract ends next season? Oh, Zach Parise? No, no, it's Ryan. Suter. It's Ryan Suter. I guess. Maybe it's Luke Cunin. Nope. <laughs> it's Jordan. Gre- oh no, no! It'll be Jordan Greenway because he's very tall. Oh yeah, I was he's like, why? Very tall. You're right. You're right. Um, oh, he's gonna definitely trade Zach Parise. Way too short. Yeah, way too short. Way too much of a little bitch. <laughs> I wish Paul Fenn would say that. <laughs> it's another. You th- could. It's another thing Paul Fenn's crazy all about. When I talked to when I talked to uh, Zach, I said, "You're like a little bitch." <laughs> the way you stick your tongue out when you're making a point, you doing whatever do the it is thing you're trying to you're accomplish, and you don't do it. You're like a little bitch. The Montreal Canadiens offer sheeted someone. <laughs> It was the most fun 24 seconds (laughs) in the history of the National Hockey League. They offer-sheeted the great Sebastian Ajo of the Carolina Hurricanes' hometown, wait for it, Rauma, Finland, for five years at $8.544 million dollars. Which would have cost them a first, a second, and a third, I believe. On the same year. I think. And it, ha- and it has to be yours. Their picks. But still worth it for Sebastian Ajo. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's, that's easy. That's nothing. I don't care. Yeah. Um, the goal of this. The idea behind the offer sheet was we are going to throw tons of bonus money at him, especially right off the hop, because we are the Montreal Canadiens and have limitless pocketbooks, and Tom Dundon does not. I actually respect what they tried to do, although some people said it was kind of a cowardly offer sheet. Why that? Why did some people say that? I guess because they thought it was too easy for people (coughs) to match. But I don't think it's too easy to assume that the Canadiens have, or that the... uh, Hurricanes have twenty one million dollars on hand this week. Why not make like whatever, whatever? People are like, why would people offer sheet? That's unbelievable. Why would someone do that? You're you're gonna ruin your social capital with all the other GMs. So you make a safe offer sheet, and people go, ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah. If you're gonna offer sheet, do it for real. And it's like this is safe. This is a nice little safe bet. We're like, maybe they don't. And if they do, then I'm you know we're not. That's fine. That's mm-hmm. no big deal to us. Of course it's going to be like this. You really think some asshole's going to go out there and be like, $13 million, Sebastian Ajo, we got you, Carolina, we got you by the balls. And they're like, I don't care. You know, like, give I'll, us four first I'll take picks. the four first. By the way, how steep a curve is that? Oh, it goes, it's exponential. Because it's like one, two, three, which is, it's a price. Yeah, you gutted the, but the it's draft like for, a, for one year, pretty much. Isn't that like more or less what the... Vegas Golden Knights paid to get Thomas Tatar. Oh, um, yeah. And then it's two ones and a two and a three for the next tier. <coughs> but I yeah. think the four first tiers might, first tier might be the next tier, which is a very big jump up. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, the, uh, the Hurricanes chose to match it and had a little fun along the way, and I think we're all, we're all better off because now we know offer sheets could happen. Mm. And none of the other RFAs have note signed, so we're not necessarily done for the year. Mm-hmm. I would be offer sheeting Braden Point right now if I was in that division and had any chance. Because not only, just because, and I, I, he has to sign it, maybe yeah. he doesn't. but like, Just screw their cap. Screw their cap up. They were trying to go get Joe Pavelski. With Braden Point unsigned, they were like a heavy finalist for mm. Joe Pavelski. How hard is it to give them, try and get them $10 million? You know, here's ten million. And what's so worst case scenario? He signs with you. You have Braden Point for like seven years or five years, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I guess the Avs have a bunch of people coming up they need to sign, but that seems like an Avs move, you know. The the Tampa Bay Lightning have seven point nine million dollars free right now. And they have Braden Point, Adam Ernie, Daniel Martell, Danik Martell, excuse me, and Cedric Paquette unsigned. Next year, though, they are effed because Mikhail Sergachev needs to be signed and Andre Vasilevsky needs to be signed. And, um,. That and uh, Sorelli and Matthew Joseph, who are less big a deals, but like they could be in trouble fast. I don't know if Ryan Callahan's currently on the cap or off it, if he currently counts. Um, if he doesn't, then that's 5.8 million they saved this year, but they could be in some trouble. Go make them <coughs> sweat over Braden Point. Why yeah. would you not? I don't get that. I don't know. I don't know. Explain it to me. <laughs> I can't. I don't have the whiteboard on me. Uh, it's right there. You want me to get it cir- out? I need lots of circles. You want me to get it out for you? Whichever of those political guys always does the whiteboard stuff. Point equals point. It's as simple as that. <sighs> the Nashville Pro... Ooh, Keith Kincaid also. Backup goalie one year, $1.75 million to backup. Corey... Corey... Corey Price. Carey... Price Perry. <laughs> Corey Crawford Price. Carrie Carey Price. Carey Price. The Nashville Predators. <laughs> they signed Matt Duchesne for seven years at eight million dollars, not nearly as bad as I assumed. No. I mean on its own in a vacuum, that's a pretty good deal. Uh-huh. What if you were also paying Ryan Johansson eight million dollars a season? Uh oh. And Kyle Turris six. Yikes. So none of their, I mean, I know they didn't sign Kyle Turris to be a first, a first line center. That's what Ryan Johansson's there for. But that it feels was Ryan like Ryan Johansson texting me, by the way. That was like they just constantly keep getting centers and paying them a fair amount of money, and then they aren't doing that well. I mean, they do fine, but they aren't doing nearly as well as they would hope. Well, because each of them keeps disappointing. Yeah, exactly. Ryan Johansson hasn't been. Anywhere near the player they hoped he would be. Mm. That was a disastrous trade for them in the abstract. Because Seth Jones is a top five defenseman in the league. And Ryan Johansson is Paul Stastny, more or less. Right? Like maybe a little little bit better. better. Maybe. But not like a eight million for everyone. He's not years. Ryan O'Reilly, for instance. Hey, oh, hey, that's fucking true. That's just the truth. That's just true. 
I mean, it is our guy, and oh, I am being a homer, but... I love it that we had all these teams trying to, like, you know, make all these moves prior to this year, and every time I saw them, like, man, everyone's just, like, getting better, uh-huh. and I just don't know if we got it in us to do it, and then we did, and now our players are just better than their yeah. players, because we have a cup and they we don't. Won the we won the cup! We won the cup! Uh, Matt Duchesne, I mean, does he make the Nashville Predators better, of course? Yeah, yeah. Are the Nashville Predators the best team in the division? Uh, I don't think so, because I think we are up there, and I think the Stars are up there. They lost Subban. And I think the Avalanche are up there. Could it be a weird, like, different distribution of power next season? I do think it's going to be a big mishmash, minus the Minnesota Wild. Colton Sissons and Rocco Grimaldi are left unsigned, and Roman Yossi is a UFA after next season. So they got some decisions to make over there in Nashville. So good for them. New Jersey Devils, one year, $5 million for Wayne Simmons to compliment their acquisition of <laughs> Zuman oh, and Jack no. Hughes. Oh, yeah, no. You can't save it by adding a Jack Hughes at the end. It's not. Uh, your face, the minute I said compliment, which was not where I was going, uh, threw me off threw me off my game. Yes, they have two of the player two of the league's most notable African-American players. They're also in a rebuilding process, Ian, and I do not see color. That's also not appropriate. We've dug too deep. Uh, Wayne Simmons just getting one year. Five million, though, so it's like a nice... I don't want to call it a prove-it deal, but like, hey, maybe show you've still got I mean, some yeah. miles on your old bones. Last year was gas not good tank. for him. I don't know. I guess do you think... Kind of like Pat Maroon, who signed for much, much less. He didn't have garner as much interest around the league. Probably. I thought he might get more in the wake of Pat Maroon. Yeah. But I wonder if this is a direction you'll see with some of these older, more physical guys. With, like, Pat Maroon, too, who remains unsigned. Shorter contracts, higher dollar values. Mm. You can't have a David Backus, man. You can't. You can't you have can't. a Milan Lucic. You can't like have a David Backus. Like, as bad as, like, a James Neal is. That's too bad. As bad as like a, as like a, um, who's the guy? Matt Zuccarello might look in three or four years. He's probably going to be like a replacement level player. Yeah. For $6 million, still too much, definitely. But he's not going to be what David Backus is right now. Hmm. Also, David Backus didn't get bought out. So he just goes back to the Bruins (coughs) next season. That's too bad. But for probably less playing time. I mean, really. Yeah, but that's friggin' depressing. No, I agree. Somebody, I'm with you. Uh, suck, dude. Someone save David Just retire. Patrick. Like, I know you're leaving five, ten million on the table, but uh, please. Yeah. Just please. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I want my guys to be all right. And he helped us not. He helped us win a cup. Not the way he intended to, but he helped us win a cup. No, do you know that they have two years left on that deal? The Bacchus deal, yeah. At $6 million a year. If we'd signed him, if he'd signed the deal with us, the same one, but for a year, we'd be like right now, oh God, just one more year of this crap. (laughs) 
And that'd be that'd terrible. Be too much. That'd be too much. That'd be too much. If David Backus signed here, I can almost get. I mean, I can't. I can guarantee you, we don't win a cup because we don't get Braden oh, Shen, no. and then we don't get Ryan O'Reilly. It's the whole. It's yeah. It's a whole. We're not team. even close. We're probably missing the playoffs. Yeah, we are in the. Isn't that crazy that we'd be in the other direction? Yeah, hard, hard. Heard. Mike Yo would still be trying to talk about how he's his question his job should be in question. Oh, Mike Yo would still be here. He'd be the head coach in perpetuity. He's Let's travel to coach and waiting and now coach in perpetuity. <laughs> and then the coach emeritus in fifteen years. After thirteen losing seasons and fifteen years, he's the coach emeritus. Oh, let's go to Mike Yo for his thoughts in the press booth. My, my job should be in question. My seat in this press booth should be in question. I'm Mike Yo, coach emeritus. And he's wearing like a graduation yeah. cap, which no one explains. And that's Gotta the cover whole up thing. The bald head. I guess. I guess. The New York Islanders made neither of the splashes that they were expected or hoped to make. <coughs> and they did get back their captain, who announced using the Wolf of Wall Street quote from Leonardo DiCaprio that he's not fucking leaving. Good for him. He got seven by seven to stay. He was clearly not their first choice. How do you feel if you're Anders Lee? You're the captain of the New York Islanders. Which feels weird. Which is wrong. And you clearly were not who they wanted to sign. They wanted your $7 million plus a few more million dollars to go to our Tammy Panarin. Yeah. And then you go, bye-bye. And hopefully, maybe also Sergei Bobrovsky, because they let Robin Lanier walk, which is a whole different weird situation. Yeah. Lou Lamorello is an old Italian asshole. I don't think I care when I'm making $7 million a year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ultimately, I know what you're you saying. don't, but like, you're, you're also saying. the captain. Yeah, I suppose. But you're like, you're the captain only because John Tavares isn't there. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's a Blues fan looking way out of the Islanders and not knowing as much about him. But to me, I mean, he's a good player. I like oh, Anders Lee a lot. But I also I don't think, sit there and go, "Oh, you screwed with your captain." I'm like, "You screw with the guy that so happens to be." Your I also captain. think that's a situation where they should have waited a year and just let Matthew Barzal be. <laughs> oh no, for sure. But, but how many times teams do no captain anymore? Mm-hmm. Like I almost guarantee the Sharks do no captain. For a year. Like what, Joe Thornton? But you can't give it to him because you took it away. That feels a little weird. Yeah. So you're going to give it to Brett Burns? No. Carlson. Logan Couture. Oh, okay. I forgot. Maybe. You're right. Yeah. Even that feels weird. Yeah. Doesn't it? He's a real Alex Petrangelo. And we know how that you mean Alex, out. Yeah. You mean lifting the cup in front of the Spark Wars, Alex Petrangelo? No, the one that everyone hated. <laughs> the shitty one that'll never win a cup. Yeah, that That one. alternate timeline, Alex <laughs> Petrangelo. Yep, you got it. Simeon Varlamov also goes to the New York Islanders as part of this weird goalie shakeup. We got a Russian Hey! Goalie. Four years at $5 million instead of one year at $5 million for Anders Lee. This makes some sense because he will pair well, oh, very much too long. 
He will pair well with top goalie prospect Ilya Sorokin whenever the latter ultimately comes over from the KHL. And, um, but it's way too much money for way yeah. too long. It's sad to see Lanier with his third team in the last three years. As Craig Custins points out, total save percentage over the last four seasons for Robin Lanier was 920 in 179 games. And for Semyon Varlamov was 911 in 124 games. He's struggled with a lot of injury. I do not understand this signing. I think it is as simple as we wanted Brubrowski. That yeah. fell through. We thought Lanier was our safety. He was gone. We had to overpay for Barlamoth. Yeah. Islanders they swing, botched swinging it. a mess. They really botched yeah. it this time, and they're not going to make the playoffs <coughs> next year. They had a really, There's my yeah. bold prediction. They're not going to make it. But they swept they swept the, the Penguins. Yeah, and then they got swept, yep. and they're getting swept again. Bye-bye, Islanders. How? We've probably mentioned it, but what a weird, we sweep a team, you're like, fucking right, and then you just get swept. <laughs> that, that would feel like you got swept in the first round, to me, quite honestly. I'd be like, oh, this, our, those four wins mean nothing to me. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. Woof. Give me one win in the second round, great. Mm-hmm. Hurricanes were hot. Yeah. Especially to a team that then goes and gets swept. <laughs> Jeez. Like we said, we figured out when we did our backtracking, the Penguins, the ultimate losers. Yes, in the playoffs. <laughs> they lost to every other team in the entire yeah. NHL. Uh, and the ultimate, ultimate losers because they got swept in their efforts. Mm-hmm. The New York Rangers landed the big fish to I compliment. Oh, you're not going to take offense at the Eastern European comparisons between Capo Caco and Artemi Panarin? No. Fine. Fine. We, we see how your racism goggles are adjusted. <laughs> Artemi Panarin lands in the Big Apple with our dear friend Alicia Keys, who we dare not quote. Thank you for listening, Alicia. You are a loyal, loyal supporter, and if I knew the names of other of your songs, I, I would I reference say. them. Um... Big girls don't cry. You That's are Fergie. a man That's on fire. We already went with that one, right? Yeah. Right. I'm definitely not stalling to Google. She Alicia has other Keys songs. songs. Alicia Keys is my boo, and stealing from her copyright would be un-thinkable because she has a woman's worth. Those were all off the top of my head, people. (laughs) All off the top of my head. A deep dive. Um, Our Timmy Panarin lands with the Rangers. I think that's what I predicted. Maybe I said Islanders. Right fit. That team is going to be so fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, So fun to watch. Can you imagine the Devils and the Rangers being like a real rivalry again? Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, give it to me. I'm like so anxious for hockey next year. And then you know what? Here's the swept and then get swept. It's going to be the 2019 season of hockey. You coast into the postseason and then lockout. Boom! (laughs) That's how that's going to feel. We're going to know how that's going to feel. Oh, no. That's what we're careening towards. That's why, because... I'm not going to... I don't want that. I don't. Hockey's too much fucking fun right now, Ian. So we won't get to have it. And then we what's this podcast gonna be? We need to start pregame planning for the pod, for the lockout. Two guys, one cup. It's not changing. It's just gonna be what it sounds like. <laughs> for a full it season. is what. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. The Rangers have Kako, 
They have Panarin. They have uh, Adam Fox came in. Uh, they got the Lias Anderson. Is that his name? Lias Leas. I think sorry. technically Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You're the asshole. <laughs> Clearly, not the people who are like actually it's Leas. Um, they have Mika Zabanajad. They also have total flexibility with four uh, top free agent UFAs after next season. Uh, Kreider, they can either sign or let go. Nemesnikov, they can sign or let go. Um, they've got Pavel Buchnevich. Artemi Panarin is the heart and soul of the team. Shattenkirk's still there. There's only two years left on Kevin Shattenkirk's deal. How can there be? How can basically the same hit be remaining on Shattenkirk's deal and David Backus's deal? Like as bad <laughs> as the Shattenkirk deal was, that's the difference between a seven or eight year bad contract and a four year bad yeah. contract. Like, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel with Shattenkirk. Mm. Shattenkirk and Mark Stahl are both off the books in two years, and then you're just done. Then you're just Brady Shea's team, and you've got Jacob Truba, and it's all great. Wow. 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 What a team. I'm excited for New York hockey next year, getting that NHL network, NHL.tv, so that it won't work. The Ottawa Senators brought in Tyler Ennis for one year at $800,000. I mean, it's like trying to patch a hole in the Titanic, but it's a nice little move. <laughs> at least they used Gorilla Tape. You know, it's classy. It's, Thanks, Tyler. Uh, Ron Hainsey, one year, $3.5 million. Uh, a I know it's only one year, but it's like $3.5 million too many. That's <laughs> too many dollars. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers added our old friends Tyler Witherspoon and Nate Prosser for matching two-year, $1.4 million total deals. Nate Prosser will then uh, go back to the Minnesota yes, Wild, um, as immediately. he always does. Yes. I'm sorry, I forgot. Do you I think love he here. even leaves like his house? No. Because, honey, just... <laughs> I'm going on a little vacation. I'm going to train with some other guys. I'll be back. Brian Elliott re-signed for one year, $2 million, as we said. <laughs> Travis Sanheim re-signed two years, $3.25 million as an RFA. The Kevin Hayes deal, just in case you forget, seven years, $7.14 million. And Michael Raffle, two years, $1.6 million. What do you think about what Philadelphia Flyers general manager Chuck Fletcher is doing to that team? Um, man, it is stalling. That team is stalling. Like, I hope everyone else that is currently on this team all gets better. I hope Carter Hart sure is good. Yeah. There's your there's yeah. your ticket. What a team that I thought was get, going someplace that is just, nope, just flat tired. I don't, like, your best players are all getting older. They sure are. I don't, I don't, I feel bad for them. I don't like it. Yeah. Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> I forgot about this one. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Brandon Tanev for six years at 3.5 He's the defenseman, yeah. Million no, he's dollars. Not. He's the Chris Tanev is the defenseman. Oh, man, he's you. the forward from Winnipeg that I know nothing about. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm not a hockey expert. I'm not a Corsi genius. You play one on TV. I play one on TV and not even that. But if you are signing a player that <coughs> I can't readily be like, this is his deal. For six years, you will have gone 
way too far. And what scares me a little bit about this is that the Blooms were supposedly a Chris Tanev finalist. That was like the one rumor the boys were linked to all free agency day. Weird. Was, or Brandon Tanev. I went back to yeah. the other one. It's like we were the finalists with Pittsburgh on the Brandon Tanev deal. And he's the forward. So how close Why? were we to this? Because any close is too close enough. We have so many, for, uh, even money and years alone. One year, one million dollars. We already have enough forwards. Yeah, I don't. We don't need you. Very strange. The Pins, honest to God, traded Phil Kessel and are now paying $1.5 million more to have Alex Galchenyuk and Chris Brandon Tam. <laughs> for that's how bad Jim Rutherford is. Mm-hmm. That's He just is that bad. He's not good at his job. He's gone crazy. They also added, they locked down backup goalie Casey DeSmith for three years, $1.25 million, an appropriate sum for a backup goalie. San Jose Sharks, Eric Carlson deal, Timo Meyer, very, very nice four-year, $6 million deal. Except he's an RFA in that final season, which is good for them, except he can demand lots of money. Oh, yeah, the UFA years cost buku dollars. right. Or he can also just take one year of arbitration at insane money. I think like $10 he has right to get. Really? And they can just walk, which I would do. Cash in, baby. Michael Sorensen, two years, $1.5 million. Oh, dude, by the time those four years are up for Timo Meyer, you just know you just know of what the sharks are at that point. You know what I mean? Are they yeah. are just smothering oh, tire They're fire? terrible. They're terrible. You go, yeah, I'm out of here. I'm out. Yeah. And you're only twenty six. Bye bye. Oh, very good for Timo Bye-bye. Meyer. Well done, sir. Yes, I think this deal works great for him. Yeah. I don't think it makes a lot of sense for the Sharks, other than that they keep Timo Meyer and he doesn't get offer sheeted, which I bet is why they signed it. Yeah. Because, like, he was a top offer sheet candidate. <coughs> that would have been easy to make, I think, too, right? Because, I mean, they're paying Well, you could so have given him, like, the eight for five or six, yeah. the similar thing to Ajo. Yeah. And, like, he, they can't keep him. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and skip us, circle back to us, and then we can do trades. How's that sound? We'll take that offline. Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. Tampa Bay... Signed Luke Shen for one year, $700,000. Curtis McElhaney for two years, $2.6 million. Is that total? Yeah. I think it's one point three per uh, an appropriate total for a backup goalie. Very good backup goalie. Braden Coburn, two years, $1.7 million. They kept that guy. They did not keep Anton Strawman because, God, he got way too much money. They get, they're fine. They're fine. They're mm. fine. Jason Spezza goes to the Toronto Maple Leafs for one year, $700,000. When he heard Kyle Dubas was on the phone, he only had one thing to say. Uh, Kenny Agostino, our old friend, two years, $700,000 per season for Kenny Agostino in Toronto. He will be in Toronto either way because he could just be a Marley. And he yeah. might have enough money. He might be making enough money at seven hundred thousand a year to rent a one bedroom flat in downtown Toronto. Good for Matt uh, D'Agostini. Yes, indeed. Um, 
Casper Kapanen, three years, $3.2 million. Andreas Janssen, four years, $3.4 million. They keep their two good young forwards for a very good price. Yeah. Good for them. Mitch Marner remains unsigned. Dun dun. Have a count <laughs> uh, Vancouver Canucks signed Jordy Ben for two years at $2 million. Tyler Myers for five years at $6 million. Much better. I mean, too oh, much. Then eight million. Yeah, yes. Then they're like seven by eight. They mm-hmm. were like reported. Oh boy, five yeah. by maybe that's they float that out there. So when they do five by six, they're you go, like, oh, oh, that's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm still kind of like no, no, no. No, I mean, he's also got a lot of no move protection. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know if it makes him invulnerable to the. Uh, Expansion An X to the head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Alex Edler, two years, six million dollars. William Carlson is not a Vancouver Canuck. I skipped a thing. Any thoughts on the Vancouver Canuck signings? I mean, too much money for Edler and uh, <coughs> Myers, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, they have to kind be good now. That's what I mean. They kind of bolstered enough this off season. And with the forward core that they have, they should you should make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like that should that's always the goal, obviously. But that should be a very attainable goal for them. Um, yeah, I think you, you. I look forward to seeing the Vancouver Canucks hopefully be better, which is something I don't think I would have ever said nine years ago. Indeed, I used to despise them, and now they're up towards the top of my list. Weird house tough changes. I like their jerseys. That's right. And their third jerseys. Mmm. Mm. It's tasty. Vegas Golden Knights sign William Carlson to an eight-year, $5.9 million extension. Home run. Home yeah. run for Vegas. Brand- they, they needed a home run. Yes, Jesus. desperately. Brandon Peary and Thomas Nosek are nice little depth signing- signings. And let's talk about the Vegas Golden Knights cap. Friendly, shall we? Cap friendly. When you have a cap and you need a friend, go to cap friendly. Because they've got both. <laughs> Capfriendly.com. I don't think they sell merchandise. Um, I sure don't think they do. Wait, do they? Nope, they sure don't. <laughs> we go to the merchandise uh, section. <laughs> it's empty. The Hockey Riders, a little free plug, now has merchandise oh, for those of <laughs> you. Okay, I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> Mark Stone, forever for $9.5 million. Fine. He's That's fine. Mark you, Stone. Need, you need, yeah, yeah. Max Pacioretty, uh-huh. four more seasons at seven million dollars. They're trying to move him, right? That was like they're trying to. They're not going to succeed. He no. wasn't good last year, wasn't he? Hurt a lot. Yeah, he was hurt for a good chunk. Paul Stastny, two years, six point five. Whatever, yeah. not great. That's thirteen point five million locked down on those two Jim Oaks next season, though. William Carlson, $5.9 million for eight more years. Fine. And Riley Smith, three more years at $5 million. I don't know. I don't know. Jonathan Mercer Show, four more years, five more years at $5 million. Very nice. Very good. Very nice. Uh, Alex Tuck, this was one I never understood. Seven more seasons at $4.75 million. He's just like your third center. Why do people Imagine if Tyler Bowes... I mean, he... Or, okay, he's... What? He's listed as a right wing. He's 23. What is this obsession with signing these, like, depth guys? Like, we're not going to give you a bunch of money, but here's That is years. the Victor Arvidsson contract. Yeah. 
I'm at least Victor Arvidsson's like a, your top line player. I mean, it's still kind of silly, but like they're we'll sign you to all these years for less money. I get the theory. I get that it's less money because more years, but it's still stupid. Yeah. You can you can find that guy. Alex Stuck, is that who it is? Mm-hmm. You can find that guy yep. for less money than that, and for two years here, two years there. Like, I don't know why you sign it for so long. Cody Eakin, Ryan Reeves are combined six million plus. They're gonna walk next year. How much is Reeves? Two seven seven, almost three million dollars for Ryan Reeves. Oh, nope. Nate Schmidt five point nine five million through twenty twenty four twenty five. Shea Theodore five point two million through twenty twenty five. Braden McNabb two point five million through twenty twenty two. They don't have a fifth <coughs> defenseman right now. Don't know who that's gonna be. Cody Glass is about to make the jump. And Mark Andre Fleury, seven million dollars through three years. They, their current cap hit is even. They've got no space, no space. So they've got to unload more stuff. They went from very well managed to totally mismanaged in the space of two years. Well done, Tom McPhee, mm-hmm. whose name is not Tom McPhee. Who's Tom George McPhee? George McPhee. But they have a new GM, don't they? He's the president. Kelly McCrimmon. Yep. Kelly McCrimson. Who's a big. Um... Brandon, Brandon Wheat, Wheat King, King guy, yeah. yeah, and he's got his fingerprints all over it. Says Jeff Merrick, Thanks. much like a key, Alicia Keys is fallen, but you don't know her name. <laughs> what? It was still up. Next, it was still up. Uh, let's rattle these off. Washington Capitals, Richard Panic, Ricard Panic for four years at two point seven five million dollars. That's a very Alex Tuck signing. He's fine, but why four years? Two years? Sure. Four years? No. Garnet Hathaway, the person who got the most money, whom I knew the least. It turns out there was a uh, paperwork (coughs) error, and Garnet Hathaway is actually a character from Jane Austen's novel, Pride and Prejudice. Ooh. Why are you doing Pride and Prejudice or Garnet Hathaway? Both. Cool. <laughs> uh, I literally know nothing about Garnet Hathaway and don't know why he just got a $6 million contract. He's like a 27-year-old AHL guy from the Flames. I don't get it. Winnipeg Jets signed Nathan Beaulieu for one, Beaulieu for one year, $1 million. And that's the end the St. Louis Blues, let's talk about their work. They sign six people. One to of note. Seven people, uh, one, one of, of note. note. Six people to AHL essentially deals. Those six are Nick Lappin, Evan Pole, Michael Vachon, Nathan Walker, who is Australian. But isn't good. And is small, but isn't good. But I do think might have the best chance of any of these people to be like a Jordan Nolan, although we also signed Jordan Nolan. And Derek Pouliot and Jake Dotchen, who had a very weird season last year after he showed up too out of shape to be a Tampa Bay Lightning and got canned. And then ended up with the Anaheim Ducks. We've got Keith Kachuk on board. Keith Kachuk can talk to him. About how to continue that life. <laughs> do you know? Do you remember Keith Chuck came in at like two hundred and eighty pounds one year, or yeah, like after like the his yeah. current human? Weight. Yeah, yeah. No, he's gotten better. Oh, he's gotten better. He used to be. I mean, he's Has not. He? He's gotten a little better. 
Okay. There was a point where it was like, uh oh, that's two people. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh, Keith. Uh oh. Um, Where's Brady, Keith? Where's Brady? <laughs> I hate him. Sammy Boy did sign a one year, $850,000 contract. Good job. Great. I thought he was going to make over a million. Yeah. Good to get it under. So, do you have trades? Do you have trades pulled up? I do. Oh, let me say this one thought from Dom LeCision. There were 31 players that signed deals worth over $1 million annually, valued at $437.5 million combined. By my math, that number should have been $360.4 million collectively, an average overpayment of 21%. Most of that was for Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Okay, so what deals weren't Toronto involved in? Any? So, let's see. The Dallas Stars acquired Ryan Hartman from the Philadelphia Flyers for Tyler Pitlick. That was a couple of days that ago. That was a couple of days ago. We're working through him. They cut Ryan Hartman, did not qualify him. Yeah. He was on a, like, off-the-grid vacation, and people were freaking out because he tweeted, like, a day before this trade happened, like, I'm off the grid and, yeah. could, you know, don't call me because you can't get me. And everybody freaked out. And his mom even was tweeting to him and trying to find out where he was. And then he came Where's back Ryan? and he was like, I was in contact with my agents via satellite phone the entire time. Via and satellite it's like, don't phone. you think your agents could have tweeted something? But satellite anyway. phone sounds like when you're in Ghana. Yeah, and, like, exactly. the world leaders need to talk to you. And it's like, no, I... Had the big old yellow phone with my agents. That's what it looked like in Jurassic Park. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Chicago Blackhawks acquired defenseman Calvin DeHaan and Ford Alexi Sorella from the Carolina Hurricanes for goaltender Anton Forsberg and defenseman Gustav Forsling. Made no sense for the Hurricanes. Yep, great. Cal- yeah, Calvin DeHaan, pretty, pretty decent uh, defenseman and on a pretty good contract. Thanks for bailing them out, Carolina. Yeah, as always, thank you for bailing out Stan Bowman, who's not good at his job. (coughs) The Arizona Coyotes acquire forward Carl Soderberg from the Colorado Avalanche for defenseman Kevin Connaughton and a third-round pick. We now know why that happened. That was a captain. Yeah. The Carolina Hurricanes acquire forward Eric Halla from Vegas Golden Knights for forward Nicholas Roy. Or The Hurricanes did that? Yep. Huh. Now they have Eric Halla. Nicholas Roy, yeah. So, I mean, another cap dump. Uh... Vegas trimming a little bit of their cap money was, to get to the ceiling. I know he's not their GM, but it was fun to hear Paul Fenton talk about Victor Rask as if he expected him to be a big part of their I know. Great. Yeesh. <laughs> Probably tall. I bet he's tall. Yeah. Colorado Avalanche acquire forward Andre Burakovsky from Washington Capitals for minor league forward Scott Kazimachuk. And a couple picks, I think. Yeah, and a third round pick. That was a nice little depth move. I liked Andre Burakovsky. I really like everything the Avalanche have done so far. Yeah. And I still expect there to be malfeasance. Buffalo Sabres acquired defenseman Colin Miller from Vegas Golden Knights for a second round pick in the 2021 NHL draft and a fifth round pick in the 2022 NHL draft. Fine. <coughs> I think that, that was a really a good, move good for pick Buffalo. for Buffalo. Yeah. And that was, again, you're just forced to make a trade because you have literally no cap space. Yep. Let's see. There's none of that's very fun. Uh, Arizona Coyotes acquire Ford Phil Kessel, defenseman Dane Burks, and fourth-round pick in 2021 from Pittsburgh 
for the forward Alex Galchenyuk and defenseman Pierre Oliver Joseph. Did we get to talk about this? I don't think so. Okay, let's talk about this one for a second. He goes, ah, you've hit my nerve. Good job, Arizona. Yeah. Way to go. You got a big guy. You got a guy. Rick Tockett is supposedly... Rick Tockett. The Phil Kessel Whisperer. Anyone who is observant enough to clock that pronunciation <coughs> of Rick as a shout-out to Super Punch-Out, you get a shiny golden nickel. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Rick Tockett is a Phil Kessel whisperer, yeah. and Phil Kessel is an 80-point scorer or more, being paid $6.9 million. He may wear on people over time. He's currently the best forward the Arizona Coyotes have, and if they can find a healthy goaltender, they will easily make the playoffs next season. Their power play has gotten better right away. Yes, they will easily make the playoffs next season because that division ain't no good. I mean, yeah. Think about that division. Edmonton? Bad. Vancouver? Fine. Fine. L.A.? Bad. Anaheim? Probably, probably bad. bad. Probably bad. Uh, Calgary? Good. Yeah. San Jose? Good. Vegas? Yeah. Fine. Yeah. yeah. You got a good shot. Yeah, I think you've got a fine shot. Oh, boy. Um, let's see, sorry. Carolina Hurricanes acquire goaltender James Reimer from Florida Panthers in exchange for goaltender Scott Darling in a six-round pick in 2020. I assume they are keeping Reimer? As far as I know. Mrazek Reimer? The, uh, Florida Panthers definitely bought out Scott Darling. Oh, yeah. Who could be our third goaltender. Uh, Mrazek Reimer, not, obviously, I'm not like, wow, what a great pairing, but you know what? Eh. Yeah. could do worse. Or you could do a lot worse. Reimer had a bad year last year. He'll be looking to bounce back. Ooh, here's your favorite. Or our favorite. The Chicago Blackhawks acquire forward Andrew Shaw in the seventh round draft pick in 2021. The Montreal Canadiens for a second and a seventh round draft pick in 2020 and a third round pick in 2021. Holy crap. I really enjoyed the butt-hurt Blackhawks fans all up in my mentions. There's really only one of them in our podcast mentioned. <coughs> talking yeah. about how this deal made sense in any way it uh, doesn't it does not it we want the not. cup we want the cup back in 2013 that's what we would like please yeah that's you were getting overpaid andrew shaw last year was a huge overperformance for him in limited time you were paying for him like that's the new normal when it's not and he's on like a four-year deal for 3.9 million dollars which is a friggin that's like a maybe it's only two or three but that's like a that's like an alex tuck thing yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And they expect you, them to play top six. You have to stop traveling back in time, and they can't stop. They cannot stop. Uh, yeah, I don't... I, I get it, but it's like still such a silly move. They gotta look forward, and they're looking forward as like, see, our players were still good when they were gone. I, di- uh, I don't get it. Move on, it disgusts me. <laughs> Let's see, Anaheim Ducks acquire forward Nicholas Delorier from the Montreal Canadiens. Um, Ottawa Centers acquire defenseman Nikita Zaitsev, forward Connor Brown, and forward Michael Car- Carcone? Sure. Sure. From the Toronto Maple Leafs for defenseman Ben Harper, forward Aaron Lutchik, and third round pick in 2020 NHL draft. I didn't know Connor Brown was in this trade. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, good job, Toronto. You got rid of... Uh, your Nikita Zaitsev problem. 
Yep, and Cody Cece is now your problem. Yeah, only to uh, do that. Do they trade for him? How did they get him? Do we miss him? Did I miss hearing about him? Who? Cece. Cece was part of the Zaitsev deal. Oh, was he? Did I just completely walk over? I guess. I was kind of waiting to hear his name. He's literally not listed. Huh. Some Zaitsev forward Kyron Brown forward Michael Curran from Toronto Maple Leafs for defenseman Ben Harper forward Aaron Lutchik in third round draft pick in 2020. Literally says nothing about Cody Cece? Mm-hmm. Well, that's how they got him. Yeah, I was like, so, I'm pretty sure Cece went the other way. I don't way. know what happened there. But... Um, Cece, who I thought was good, but then Maple Leafs fans don't seem as high on him. I mean, I didn't think he was amazing, but I thought he was better than Zaitsev. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's good, and he's going to make, he's like guaranteed $5 million or more yeah. in arbitration, so that's the problem. Ah, uh, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a fine trade. It didn't end up being their biggest trade in the, of the no. day. The Maple Leafs are going to look very different next season. Yep. I was like, Buffalo acquired Jimmy VC. We talked about that. And the Avalanche acquire forward Nazim Kadri, defenseman Kelly Rosen, and third round draft pick in 2020. <laughs> For Leafs defense, or for from the Maple Leafs, for Avs defenseman Tyson Berry, forward Alexander Kerfoot, and a six-round draft pick in 2020. What do you think about this trade? You tell me, then I'll give my. <coughs> um, I think Nazim Kadri, Nazim Kadri, was going to have to move out of Toronto with. What they had, they always talked about. Sorry, on the Steve Nagel podcast, how they didn't want to move Nazim Kadri. He was such a you know Toronto boy and all this stuff, and mm-hmm. what a good deal he was on, and all this other stuff. You know, they just can't move him. But it was like, if you want all the things that you want, some of you're going to have to start giving to get, yeah. and that's a small give, but it's something that I'm sure lots of seasoned Leaf fans that liked him were like, oh, that's too bad. But I get that Tyson Berry the other way is interesting to me. Because I think this actually helps the Avs. That was a guy that is on two more years? One more one year? One more year. And they were going to have to pay if they wanted to keep him. Mm-hmm. Now you have all this space right now to do what you want. You know, offer sheet Braden Point. Um, offer sheet Mitch Larner. Dude, seriously, you just freed yourself up from all this like future commitment in the next year in case you did want to sign Tyson Berry or in case you're like, you let's say you played like crap this year and you're like well shit we gotta you know we gotta keep some of these guys around to keep the, the ship afloat we gotta have to sign Tyson Berry mm. but now you know I mean you conceivably could after he leaves the Maple Leafs but like I think it was a really good trade for the Avalanche I don't know how Alexander Kerfoot has been doing not great <coughs> so he's like, like a less good Tyler Bozak like so he's delivering he's Connor Brown there. now he's Connor Brown he's Connor but Brown. it'll cost more money yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, so... I like this for the Avs. I think it's iffy for the Maple Leafs. When I first saw this deal, I thought that the Avs got hosed. And then the more I thought about it, I think they won it pretty handily. I think Nazem Kadri is on one of the best deals yeah. in the National Hockey He's got like four more years? Three, three more years? Three or four more yeah. years at $4.5 million Yeah, under $5 For a legitimate million. second center. And you combine him with... Um, Nathan McKinnon. Hmm. They're paying eleven oh, million dollars for those guys for their first and second center. And for Nazem Kadri and Nathan McKinnon, and the Predators are paying fourteen for Ryan Johansson and Kyle Terrace. I know what I'd take. Um, 
Tyson Berry, the only the I think the reason I overreacted was because I was like, wait, wait, Tyson Berry was your big trade ship, and you had to take salary to trade him and didn't get more in this deal, but salary is nothing to them right now. Yeah, they don't care. They can't use all their salary if they want to for this season. Mm-hmm. So what do they care if they hold $2 million if it gets the deal done? They got a third-round pick. Callie Rosen's a nice little wild card who could be decent. Maybe he's nothing. Yeah. Could be a pretty... He's a really good puck mover, really good skater. Don't know about his defensive end. But... I think it's a home run for them. Kadri is going to be hungry. He's going to be motivated. I, th- I think they asked Joe Sackick or uh, whoever their head coach is, Bednar, yes. one of those guys, about how you keep Kadri disciplined and keep him from going crazy in the first round like oh, he yeah. did the last two years. And they said, uh, don't play Boston, <laughs> which is kind of like probably a little bit pithy, but also like kind of true, yeah. you know? He's a whole just, other conference yeah it's just it's a good deal all around it's good for them and i like this trade i don't know what the maple leafs are doing they need to keep mitch marner if they don't kyle dubas is a failure they keep trying to get better at defense but like their defense like issues remain the same as they have Tyson Berry, who's going to then leave? Or are they going to sign him? Because where's the money going to come from when you sign Mitch they're only signing one of Tyson Berry and jake muzzin yeah so, and honestly, if you sign one and lose the other, it's still like this like incomplete. Yeah. It's still already not that great. And yeah. when you lose one or the other and go, uh, you have a you have a bigger problem. Yeah, they are not a real serious contender to me. That defense just that, shows you right there. Here's the thing. The Tavares signing was disastrous. I really I we I it feels so dumb to say because it's John Tavares. Yeah. But everyone in Toronto is allowed to make take, <coughs> hot takes, so I'll make one. You paid that dude $11 million a season yeah. to be your second best forward right out of the gate. And potentially, certainly by the end of the contract, if you somehow keep all the other guys your fourth best yeah. forward for $11 million a season, that was just... That was the equivalent, I mean, not nearly the scope, but that was the equivalent of if the Blues had reached to retain Pat Maroon, where it's just like, gotta do it, hometown kid, gotta do it. Yeah. Well, And for Tavares, look, Tavares is a game-changing player, but he's obviously, and I don't, I don't say this to dagger him because he's phenomenal, but he's obviously not like the one piece that just makes you a cup contender because the Islanders were never cup yeah, contenders. Which is what they must have thought when they got him, which was what's funny is when they were saying for so long that, well, if he's available and you can get him on your team, you do because you're just a better team then. Mm-hmm. And while true, you also shot yourself in the foot financially. Yeah. You had, he had to be the piece. He had to be. He had to be your final piece. And he's not. And that's that's the biggest problem you could ever make is think, this is our final piece, we'll pay as much as we need to, and then it not be your final piece. Because now what do you do? That was it. That was your, that was your shot. Mm-hmm. And you can move him around. You know, you can move stuff around. Like they're doing now. They're going to have to shuffle all these chairs in the back and be like, all right, a little bit of different depth. Hope some of these young guys score a lot more. Hope our defense figures it out. Like, but the, you you don't have the financial well being to go out and get someone. Yeah, 
your team is your team. Unless you start subtracting big pieces, which, quite honestly, seriously, do. Like, if you're a Toronto Maple Leaf fan, do. Yeah, I think you should probably let Mitch Marner go. Because <coughs> you can't build a team. You pay him $10 million, you can't build a team. Yeah, you have four you players. You have four phenomenal forwards, a really good goalie, and no team. Kadri's gone. You needed Kadri. You needed Kadri. That was their fun little depth down the center where he was your third line yeah. center. So who's their third line center now? Nylander, I guess. Mm, and they don't like him there. It's it's a disaster. And then they want to say, well, we deserve a soft cap because yeah. teams with more money should just get to be forgiven for their mis- major mistakes. I don't want to linger on that any longer. Were there any more trades? Uh, that was the we most recent one. We can take that discussion offline. <laughs> what a blunderbuss um, this has been. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was a fun free agency day. Yeah, it was, that was the, a lot of activity. I know every year there's a lot of activity, but it felt I like feel an like extra amount. I feel like teams are like <coughs> more differenter than they usually yeah, are. Yeah, so much more differenter. Um, I think the league's going to be a lot of fun next year. I... Want to know more about the Blues? We don't yet, but that makes the summer more fun for us. I would not be convinced that Doug Armstrong won't make a somewhat significant move. I think the the league is in temporary stasis. I think the dust is going to settle for a little while, and then I think we could hit a point where a lot of (coughs) stuff happens again. Well, we've got three big RFAs to be signed, yeah. Three more than that, though, like, right? Oh, well, I mean, there's, like, three, like Marner. Three big Wichita, ones. Yeah. Marner, Point, yeah. and uh, Ranton. Yeah. But then, like, more than that, Marcus Johansson, Michael Furland. Oh, yeah. Um, some other guys didn't get signed uh, last year, or last, yesterday. Um... So, yeah, I mean, it, uh, there's still some stuff to be done, Yeah, I think. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see where everyone winds up. I'm trying to look up restricted free agents. You cannot. I can't. I cannot. Jacob Truba, obviously, is going to get signed. Jesse Puyarvi, that situation's unresolved. Um... Patrick Line, so four oh, big ones. Uh, Nikita Zadorov, Sam Bennett, Zach Walrinsky. He's, I mean, the Blue Jackets have a ton of money, but I would offer sheet that dude. Is he? Is he like Brock Besser? Though I don't know. Some Kyle these... Connor, Matthew Kachuk. I mean, we still have a yeah. lot. Some of those guys are protected, though. Even Pro- Ivan Provorov. Some of the really young ones yeah. might be, but you've still got a lot of discussions to have, and. I just think there's going to be more going on in this league this summer. I'm mm-hmm. excited. But we'll talk about all that in the future. You're going to San Diego. To see that I'm scouting for the goals, man. Yeah. I've been hired to scout for... Your Dallas Eakins yeah. replacement. Well, let's be honest. I'm just <laughs> coaching them now. Um, Boys, sandbag drills. <laughs> Is that a thing? Uh, We're sure. doing them today. Sure. Bag skates. There you go. That's the only hockey term I know. Uh, we are gonna be back <coughs> probably next week. Yeah. When you get might back. as well. Probably will be something to talk about yeah. by Thursday. We'll figure it out. We're gonna 
we're going to nail down our summer schedule in the next week and try to give you guys some idea of what it is. But until then, we can say sayonara, Sammy. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> some people live for the fortune. Some people live just for the fame. Some people live for the power, yeah. Some people live just to play the game. Some people think that the physical things define what's within. And I've been there before, but that life's a of the superficial Some people search for the fountain.